Hey guys, after two weeks, we finally get the answer that we wanted. It turns out Huck is not dead in the water, but we still don't know where he'll end up. Stick with us. We're going to be breaking down Scandal Season 6, Episode 9, Dead in the Water, right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really wish I could sing, y'all. Me too. Yeah, if okay. only. I'll be walking down the street singing. I don't know if anyone could do it better than Steve, No. Right. He's the goat. Can he we is. talk about the soundtrack to Scandal, though? Because, yes. like, literally, like, all you out there, please, in a live chat, let us know if you appreciate the Scandal soundtrack, because it's always fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. God. Definitely the music. Set the mood tonight, set the tone, and... I mean, the selection's always great. Always, like, oldies that mm-hmm. really just, make you just feel do like, it for me. Yeah. Your parents, like, what you know about that? That's what it makes me think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you put uh, you in the mood. Yeah. What's Ooh. up, everyone? Welcome to our Scandal After Show. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Um, I'm your lead host, Christine Alexis. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Christine Bean. Awesome. And I'm Ryan Graham. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan with two N's Graham and on Instagram at Instagram. Hey guys, I'm Paris Rose. You can find me on Snapchat and Instagram at Paris Rose with two R's. Yes, and I'm Jessica Williams. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Jessica WW and on Instagram at Miss Jessica Williams. Dope, dope. Ooh, guys. Before we get like deep into it, yes. I definitely want to shout out everyone who's um, live with us in the live chat right now. Thank you for tuning in and yes. chiming in with us. Keep it going. We got Jessica in the live chat. Yes. Monitoring In the live that. chat, it's already happening. <sighs> people are talking. People are excited, saying it's a good episode, throwing out theories. Ooh. We appreciate you guys hanging with us. Today was an interesting day. Yeah. Oh, Our yeah. Scan- you know, if you guys were watching Scandal Live, depending on what coast you are on, it was a lot of breaking news, yes. a lot of stuff happening nationally around the world. And so we kind of had to, you know, jump TVs, jump feeds. <laughs> we, we were all over the studio um, watching, like, scandal this TV. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So um, we have to see it all. Yes. 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 Thankfully. We, we are so ready to talk about it. For a quick second, I was like, wait, is this a part of the show? <laughs> I'm a little confused. Right. Oh, this is a little too real. Right. <laughs> and then it was. <laughs> yes. on air? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Crazy, crazy Thursday. Um but we're in Shondaland right now yes. and in this world. And um, we finally get to know more about Huck. I know last week we found out more behind what was going on with Abby's story. But everyone was still on the edge of their seat like, hello, can we find out what's going on with right. Huck? Mm-hmm. Um, I know he even tweeted out that like, you know, he got so much feedback on Twitter like, are you alive? <laughs> we could, us gladiators could not rest until yes. we knew what was up. <laughs> yep. No, yeah, agree. It's like, Abby, it's cool. I'm glad I know what's going on with you, but at the same time, where's Huck? Like, right? No, yeah, it was exciting to see him back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Heart-wrenching more so. I don't know if mm-hmm. exciting is a word. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, it, it yeah. was like, uh, when he took that breath, I was like, I know that Huck is alive. I'm like, stay with us, Huck. Stay with us. And so they dragged it out. I mean, for mm. a second, I'm not going to lie, for a second, I was like, I think they actually did kill him. When he was, like, still in the back, because he was shot three times. He lost so much blood on that hotel floor and then he can just chill in the back of a car. Yeah, he's hot. It's hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know we kind of joked about this in just a little before the show about how just oh, oh, six scandals sometimes can be like a soap opera. Like sometimes yeah. the drama <laughs> and just how unrealistic it can be can kind of take you somewhere. So it wasn't far off that Huck could still be alive. Although in my <laughs> mind, I was like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, obviously, I'm happy that he's, yeah, yeah. you know, not dead yes. in the water. 
Yeah, um, <laughs> way to plug that title. <laughs> <laughs> right? Shout out to the writer's room. Good, good yes. stuff there. Um, but um, the episode opens with OPA investigating um, the two live crew <laughs> and trying to get some answers. And Jake kind of enters and brings it to, her, to their attention, finally, that Huck is missing. Right. And that kind of sends everyone into a tailspin. What do right. we know? Where do we go? And what can we do? <sighs> I kind of... At- at that point, I forgot that they didn't know that Huck was missing. So I was like, guys, right. catch up. You don't know yet? <laughs> I'm like, also, weren't they kind of worried that he wasn't in the office? But, you know, it's Huck. So, and they, they're grown, so they don't have to, like, check on them. But I was still like, you guys still didn't know? Well, no, and I guess I feel like they he does a lot of recon on his own, and they yeah. knew that he was with Meg, who at the time, they had no idea was, like, the double agent. So, like, to them, she was just this innocent little bird. So, like, I get why they were like, oh, he's fine, because yeah. why would they? They were so focused on this new information about the right. two live crew, being like, okay, mm-hmm. we need to get these people, because they are trying to kill right. us, and we know we have a mole, but, like, nowhere where they were like, this is Meg. Meg can't be doing yeah. this, because they just, the last they saw her, she was, like, shaking in fear, right. because Huck threatened her and the time frame was short i mean we it seemed like a lot of time passed but actually it was that morning right that huck right i have to remember it's not like a week it's not a week yeah Yeah. the next day oh he didn't come to the office today like that morning is when it happened which makes sense too in the timeline of him being able to stay alive which is which is pretty good but honestly i didn't think that even what was revealed last week about meg um, I didn't think that, or the week before, I didn't think that she was the mole because mm. it was just something. The way that Sarah, red dress lady, mm. the way that she said there um, to Rowan, there is someone near and dear to Olivia that's always there, like in place to be able to take a shot at her. So I was like, well. Meg is not a part of the team. She's never been in, you know, that circle. Half OPA didn't even know who she was. Mm -hmm. So I thought that Meg, you know, was going after Jennifer. But I didn't think that she was the mole because I still... Thought it was Charlie. <laughs> well, at the end of the, I I'm guess, just saying. do we ultimately know that it was Meg? Like, yes, Meg did stuff, but just because she was like, just because she is someone who's working for a Two Life Crew, it doesn't mean that she was the mole. Like, you know what I mean? The, the way they work, it seems like they always have, have people. An, yeah. yeah. So I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. it's still possible that it's Charlie or someone else. I'm like, like, yeah, Meg got taken out, but we don't like you know what I mean? Like, it's not mm-hmm. impossible that they right. have somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I, I, I agree with you. I think it could be someone else. I think that remains to be seen. I think they kind of put a pause on that part of the storyline. And just yeah. this week was just about finding out what's going on with Huck. And it seems like next week we won't really know anything either. Because yeah. Yeah. it'll be the 100th episode. Right. And we're going to be in an alternate reality vibe going on. So I am still keeping my eye on who, mm-hmm. that, who that mole is. Because that's really going to determine how the rest of the season plays out. Right. Because we mm-hmm. still need those, those questions answered exactly. to bring everything all together. And speaking of Meg, I think last week I thought that Meg strategically shot Huck not to kill him, mm-hmm. but now it's confirmed that she thought he was dead. Like, yeah. she was sure that he was dead and she finished the job, so yeah, I was wrong. I, mean, I thought she cared for him a little bit, but I guess I not. I know, that, that uh, no love lost there, and yeah. I think that she did it in a way to torture him. I mean, she killed Jennifer, like, boom, boom, bam, she was dead on the spot. But good God, like, why would you shoot him in a place? Because it's a show. They needed to keep him alive. They could drag him to the car, smile down at him, close it, (laughs) drive 10 feet away from the edge to have to push the car for about (laughs) 10 miles. (laughs) 
That's when the show. Hard, I, like, I was like, she's supposed to be like an expert assassin, and she's doing like all this crazy she's hard work. The most you could have like driven this and like barrel rolled right. out. Yeah, like exactly. there's so many easier ways. Get it right, to drive do, up to the tip, and just like and, and just kind of like, like yeah. you right. wanted to like real. I'm like, why she wanted you? to work her little body? Yeah. And then right. I'm like, you didn't see Huck die, so what, he was ready. Like he was sitting on ready for her. <laughs> yeah, in the trunk, and he was gonna like strangle it. Oh, that would have been great. Ah. Well, he was in the trunk and took that breath. Because, like, you're right, Jessica. When we first opened the trunk and she was looking down, like, and he was just like, oh, I was like, oh, he's dead. Like, that's uh, I thought he was alive. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? No, yeah. I was like, there's that. I, was I like, still <laughs> thought he was alive. I'm like, when is he going to blink? I just oh, knew Huck, Huck wouldn't have died like that. So, for this whole time, I really wasn't thinking Huck was dead. I was just thinking, how are they going to show that he's still alive? That's what I was thinking. Well, that brings us to where we were in that mm-hmm. desert, um, remote area that we were, which where I don't know where that is in DC. Yeah, because where like, are you? <laughs> Actually, I'm not good at geography, but I'm like, I don't know a desert <laughs> near DC. Someone in the live chat let us know do, where this little quarry in DC is. Yeah. Like, Ooh, I've actually never been to DC. I've been there on a layover, but I just don't know that that exists. But Maybe she drove out to guess, Maryland. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The DMV area. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Cause... Uh, it's just very because like this looks a lot like Arizona. <laughs> I know it does. I get my map out. It's I, the, I mean, it's at the stage though. It yeah, it yeah. Good. I mean, yeah. It's definitely. Uh, T. Marie and the live chat said, "But why? <laughs> With all those whys, uh-huh. why is Huck so trusting of all these randoms? Yes, they always f him over. And for him to be a super spy, he's not really on the mark. He's not hitting the mark for her." You know, to that point, um, that's something that I thought about just in terms of overarching themes of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a really big uh, sentiment about forgiveness and mm-hmm. just um, knowing who each gladiator is and their role. And you, we kind of got a little bit of that at the end of the episode where Quinn is talking to Huck while he's unconscious and like saying, like, why do you always do this? Mm-hmm. Why is this such a big part of you? Why, why can't you, you know, you have a blind spot. And when are you ever going to learn to the point where it almost kills you? Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was really interesting because, like, all of these characters, I think, in this episode had to face something about them that was really hard. Yeah. Huck, mm-hmm. Huck was too trusting. Liv is not forgiving. Um, mm-hmm. Abby is too it's consumed with something. You oh. know what I mean? Like, yeah. or, or, or what is she... an idiot. <laughs> She's an idiot. She's like, <laughs> consumed with power. Consumed yeah. with power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, we saw a little bit of each character flaw and what really makes them them in this episode. Well, mm-hmm. and, and to Huck's point, I feel like he has that blind spot because he his constant um, battle is... This, this ability to change and so I think him trying to look for change in other people or like see the good in people is really him searching for the good in him because mm-hmm. I think he still has that battle and you can see like throughout his little like uh, moments when he was trying to like he was internalizing how to escape and like mm-hmm. when he was talking to himself he's still his own worst enemy and like he thinks poorly of himself mm-hmm. and so I think when he's like looking at those characters who are villains but in his mind he's like no there's good here I know I'm trusting I know that they're good because I want to be good so I feel that's where it comes mm-hmm. from yeah. it, it all stems from him trying to find the good in himself because I think he still doubts that and he still doubts that he isn't pathetic because like like multiple mm-hmm. times he called himself pathetic when he was looking at himself in the desert Meg called him desert in that um, flash not a flashback that uh, dream sequence yeah. that he had yeah. and so I think it's him trying to overcome the patheticness of him being stuck in B613 mode does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah it does and it was surprising because to me it kind of revealed <clears throat> I mean, we know that that Huck has his own type of personality, but to me, it really exposed how 
weak he was mm. in a way, how much low self-esteem he has, um, just because he was able to, he needed, first off, the encouragement and the support and the uplifting from that dream sequence. Mm-hmm. But so quickly as it came, he was able to almost give up right? because of negative things that were being said and him doubting himself. And then he can. And even when he, you know, took an air from the water, he's like, live, live, live. Mm-hmm. Like he needed that support system. I don't know. I, I agree with the sense that like maybe his um, him looking at himself in those dream sequences was a show of his weakness. But I think the scene, the the dream sequence where everyone in OPA was helping him to me, that came off as like a sense of family. Like right. the fact that they mm-hmm. they're still connected, even though they're not actually geographically connected. And I personally thought that was like the best scene of the episode yeah. or of the season. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. I think that was scandal writing at its best. I liked mm-hmm. how they did it too. I yeah, because mm-hmm. I think bef- prior to this point, um, like I think I, I said it last week too that I wouldn't be surprised if they killed off Huck's character because he had been so disconnected from everything that was going on and just seeing how far each gladiator has come on their journey and how they've all changed so much. I think that moment was really bringing it back to like family. Yeah. They're all still connected. They all still have this connection to him and need to know that he's okay and they can't do it alone. And I love that mm-hmm. I love that you yeah. call it a family because yeah. I think that is so true. Like it takes a village to raise someone in it. And I feel like Huck mm-hmm. having that dream se- sequence was definitely him like looking to his village to escape, to survive. Because he's like, you know, you when you think about surviving, I think having people that you know that love and care about you in mind helps right. you survive. It's like, who am I doing this for? Right. And it was like, no, he I always need tried to people. do it on his own. And then also, I love that because, like, Olivia called it family too when she was at Abby's throat. <laughs> it was oh, like, yeah, you well. turned your back on your family. And I was like, mm-hmm. uh, like, because yeah. it's true, they are a family. And I just, I love well, that. that Blue, we Blue J um, PDX in our live chat actually used the same terminology. He said, loved how this episode is about coming back to your family. Mm. Yes. Even when you've messed up, mm. even when you've messed up, yeah. And it, I mean, we saw that in di- various ways throughout the episode. And I, going back to the theme of just forgiveness, because a family goes through a lot of shit. Like, yeah, things happen. You know, someone may stray, or, or someone may do things that the family doesn't like, or you know, you get estranged. But at the end of the day, I think Olivia, being the matriarch, I guess in this uh, whole dynamic, you have to find it in your heart to forgive and bridge the gap when things like that happen. And also it takes um, unlikely members sometimes to do it because Charlie was the one because she was ready to give up too. And then Charlie had to go on and it was weird. Yeah, it was weird of Charlie because it's like I, he's just a strange character so for him <laughs> yeah. to be the one to go in there because he seems like the one who's least likely to be like a part of the family because even right. Marcus came back and I was like that makes sense yeah that was cute that was yeah I was, like, I was glad that he mm-hmm. was back and it, hopefully he sticks around but um, I mean he's been around but like sticks around with OPA um, it was interesting to have Charlie come in and he was the one to really get Olivia to be like you know what no like it's like mom what are you doing like we need you to push us like it's like it's like the oldest kid coming up and being like hey what are you doing I need you yeah. to get us all together and then she did. I think Charlie was able to do it because unlike the rest of the, the crew, he had, doesn't have that attachment to Huck. Like if Huck died, he'd be like, Huck's dead. Yeah. And while others are, yeah. emotions yeah, are fully in it. So they are feeling like completely mm. like nothing. While Charlie can actually analyze and be like, no, this is messed up. Everyone is like defeated right now. Like, let me pick it up. So I feel like he's the only one who really could do that because they're all in their feelings at the time. Yeah. So I, can I just feel like he could be the only one to do it. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. You know, 
I was surprised. I was like, okay, Charlie, better get your speech on. You better get that. It was weird seeing those you words. You were a Charlie accuser for yeah. a long time. And I so still am. Yes, <laughs> still am. Um, but uh, yeah, but it was nice. You know, he did. He was kind of rowing, you know, ish with, with the speech, except not with the same confidence yeah. and authority. He was like, you scare me. Yeah. You are mean. You are mean. You are mean. But can we talk about this dream sequence? Mm. Okay, I, so. I definitely want to talk about that more. Oh my gosh. It was amazing, number one. Mm. It, it it pulled at our hearts from opening from the mm. opening just just seeing them come back and and Olivia is back with her walk. Oh my god! <laughs> she don't have her baby bump anymore. I have been waiting for that walk. Yeah, I have been hair waiting. blowing, hair yeah. blowing, the face fierce. Mm. Uh, okay, so she gave me the walk, which yes. I appreciate. Um, but it's it's like a consistency within the scandal episodes for them to go through this subconscious daydreaming, you know, needing someone to assist them. So if we go back to when Olivia was kidnapped, mm-hmm. okay, in season four, and she needed for um, when she kind of day dozed, dozed off when she was daydreaming and she imagined herself escaping and she woke up in the bed next to Fitz and taking a shower and on the ranch in Vermont and she was actually still in prison in the kidnapping prison she needed Abby Abby came to her in her dream and handed her um, or said you know don't forget that that little piece of the sink that fell off on the ground and she saw it in the dirt and she goes oh and then she woke up and when she went to the bathroom she was like oh my gosh that is the piece that's going to help me be free. Yeah. yeah. So that part. And then also just earlier this season when Cyrus had, you know, gotten beaten up when he was actually in prison and he kind of faded into this daydream, mm. you know, illusion where he's like, oh, you know, these things could possibly happen. And then somebody said, Olivia said words to him that brought him back. Mm. So it's like, wow, you know, it really, it's been very consistent with these um, sequences. Love them, and it really shows the true character in their connections to me, like deep. I feel like it's like connections, real life. Because I don't know, for at least for me, when I'm ha- at my weakest moment, where I feel like, man, like I just can't do anything else. I'm dreams. like, what would my mom do? You know, <laughs> I try to think of like because mm-hmm. I think she's my strength, and I know she always has the Aww. answers. So, <laughs> so <cute>. <laughs> but. <laughs> But I think, like, what would my mom do? And no, I'm not daydreaming. I'm not seeing her. But I'm thinking, like, okay, if I was my mom or my sister, too, like, what would they do? And I think that was the show is showing that type Mm -hmm. of thinking. Mm -hmm. That's just my interpretation. But um, also with Olivia coming back, I'm getting all really deep. But I like that they had her in white again. Finally, like, showing that she's the gladiator. She's helping. She really is that, like, pure person that she once was. So. Also, when yeah. Charlie was talking to her, that white hat was in the background. Yes. Was, I like the thing was very intentional to like because she was pacing back in front of her, her front of her desk, but you could definitely see the white hat, and it's like, all right, you need to put that back on. You need yeah. to, I think it was just mm-hmm. kind of like a subtle hint um, from the the production team to be like, let's have this here because this right. is going to make a statement. So it was really cool to kind of like see that on a subtle level. Yeah, well, for sure. Because yeah. at that point, she put the wine glass down and she got, <laughs> she handled her business. She said, conference room now. <laughs> Everyone oh. got in there and. I that was just such a pivotal moment to just not give up mm-hmm. and and it and you know Charlie was right in everything that he was saying like mm-hmm. even when they've done other like case studies or just cases where they had to cover things up or do anything mm-hmm. they don't rest until they clean up all their tracks and they find the body right. obviously this was a different situation where they're trying to get their friend back but right. they need to find the body and right. I think understanding that he wasn't alone that he was with Jennifer which was such a great piece because I thought about that too when. Um, Huck came out of the quarry, out of the water, and 
he still recovered Jennifer's body. I like, forgot that that was Jennifer's body. I didn't. I couldn't see that it was Jennifer's body. Oh. I, I thought that he, it was. <laughs> Like, yeah. I thought that it was like the dream him pulling his yes. own body out and so for a too. second I was like I think he's hungry he did. You were, <laughs> I was like Jessica oh, was God. sitting there she was like he's gonna I think eat he's gonna eat that body <laughs> <laughs> like, no okay I, because oh okay let's just, but, but, but real talk it was strange how we come back from commercial and they're like viewer discretion is advised like ABC yeah, know, put that in notice in the middle of the episode no. so I'm like ooh something about to go down he about to eat that body right. it wasn't that late yet though I don't think he was that hungry <laughs> yeah I know he hasn't eaten today but I don't, like, I'm, but they love eating bodies how long does one have this to season go? that uh, really there. piqued my interest though cause consi- think about the point that he was at at that point you got shot three times you have you didn't even have enough energy to swim to the corner but you have enough energy to, to pull her out of body. the water right thinking yeah. back on it now like it piqued my interest but I didn't understand why until later it's like okay if they can find her they can find him too yeah. and I'm right. sure mm-hmm. his B613 training kicked in at some mm-hmm. point to remind him of that and I was like damn that was so clutch yeah. Huck because that was the missing key yeah. right. finding him it was um, and you're kind of yeah, okay, you're you're kind of talking about uh, subliminally how the white hat was back there, mm-hmm. and da, da, da. but also I feel like not aggressively, but very um, obviously they were speaking about a whole lot of um, scandal memories, scandal mantra, scandal. I think because we're approaching the hundredth episode, they mm-hmm. made sure that she was back in white, right. that yeah. she had that wine glass. He was talking <laughs> about her um, opera gloves, and she's like, you, you know. Um, this is you mess with the wrong gladiator, and yeah, you know they yeah. made all the references. Yeah. Like I can't remember all of them, but they made all of the scandal references. All of the scandal references. It's true. Yeah. In one night, so and they like, brought the team back together. And they brought the we team back. Seen, we haven't seen everybody. Fitz and, and Olivia got their say, hug on. I, I even thought that was crazy that even Fitz got involved. And yeah, you right. know, he, think about his long-standing connection to OBA. Yeah, he was even concerned about Huck. Yeah. I like the reunion. Are you giving us the eye for the shady? boots right now oh we can we can go there we, I, Fitz is not the shady boots is I, it Meg please tell me it's Meg oh my god he, you know what okay we okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Right jump in let's get the music are you ready boots yes oh yes, yes we are start walking yes oh shady boots oh I like that little break there chop chop the shady boots this episode there are two and okay so the first one actually I'm gonna give it to Olivia because when she she first walked up to Abby and just B slapped her multiple times three times times to be exact her cheek was all red (laughs) it was just so I was like it's shady but I'm here for it I'm here for it too and then I was like I I, I caught that line when she said you don't think I will grab a chair and work it out on you let's not forget that Olivia has killed somebody with a chair before oh my god she did she killed somebody with that's that what reference. she was saying. Don't yes. think I won't kill you. That's that's what she was saying, which is so damn G. Like, damn <laughs> yeah, when she said that, in my mind, I thought she was just like, okay, I'll strap you down to a chair and slap you up. No. I didn't even know. put saying, it together. I will kill, kill you. you. That she like out. And she really wanted to push that reference because she said, "Didn't I tell you? Do not cross me." Right. And that those were the exact words that she said in that underground um, room. Yeah, on exactly. season five when Olivia took that chair Ooh. and she smashed into Andrew's uh, head man. and Abby walked in shocked she said 
I told you, not, do not cross me. That was one. Bam. Um, there will not be a two. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes, like, and so I was like, I, that to me, I was like, it was shady, but in the best kind of way. Yeah. Oh, no, it was great. And then the second yeah. one does go to Meg because when Meg was laying on the ground and she looked at Quinn and goes, that's why he loved me instead of you and spits on her. Oh, that, uh, like, what? A shady what? So but you know, it is shady, she but spat? I really think she did it for her way out. Yeah, because she, Quinn she was going to keep torturing her and then kill her. So she she's knew. like, kill me now. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 I get it. Mm-hmm. But it was so, shady. But, yeah. it was sh- well, then, but <laughs> yeah. then ultimately, the biggest shade was when she died with her eyes crossed. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, why? With that stream of blood gushing. Just Literally, she had like the cross eyes on. I was like, "Why are your eyes crossed? with that blonde hair?" It was hilarious. I, I died. It was my uh, shadiest moment. But that yes. is that is true, though. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. She wanted to die. Yeah. But my thing is always like, why can't they just tell them? Like, if you're gonna die, can you not give them a sort of kind of peace of mind to say he's dead? I push him off a cliff. Um, but I, I shot him three times and left him bleeding. I feel like for her, it was like. If I give them, I mean, even though she's going to die either way, if Mm -hmm. I give them information and they don't kill me, Uh my two live crew is going to do worse. And I think that's where her mindset was. It was like, I am going to die here because I know if I tell you anything and I don't, and I do get out of here, I know whatever they're going to do to me is going to be a million times worse. And so her mindset was definitely like, it's like the cyanide pill. It's like, I'd rather take this than deal with it. I'm sure she also just wanted to die with dignity, for lack of a better word. Because she is It's her job to do do what she did. To me, she's probably the most savage individual mm-hmm. besides mm-hmm. the two life crew um, yeah. in this season and I don't think she really cared and I think that stemmed from how she looked over Huck's body how sinister she was she really didn't care about mm-hmm. anyone at all Nobody. except her herself. friend Jennifer how she walked in and she's like boom boom like you pretended to be this girl's friend I want to see kind of I want them to go back and see how that kind of came about yeah. how did she just well, were saying, they planning it we, from that far saying, back did or did they recruit her? her did we ever see Jennifer and Meg together because I maybe it's me that I'm not remembering but I'm like how do we know that Meg because I don't ever I don't ever remember seeing those two together right. how do we know that Meg didn't create this narrative she Jennifer, she's did. my friend and then because like we even when Jennifer saw her like we didn't see much of a reaction before well, she, she killed did. her she, she goes like right she's like oh okay maybe I was I just remember getting shot and I was like she did make it like Good to see you type of thing. Oh, and yeah. then, bam. Okay. So um, when Huck was doing, like, recon on... Remember that, that call that came through from Jennifer? And then she went missing. And they were trying to find all the missing links. When he went to Meg and found her, it was only from her word of mouth confirming that they were actually Fr- friends. Yeah. She was right. like, yeah, she used to tell me about Frankie and I wanted her to stay away. Like, but it like, was all just her playing talking. the seeds. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, sure, they probably knew each other, but, like, actual... Yeah, it could have been a class. Yeah, it could have been a high school classmate. Like, really? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what I do when people approach me with like, hey, I'm like, hey, hey you, know, you? I don't think those people. <laughs> hey, you don't even remember your name. Yeah. But, um, in our live chat, um, Clarence K, they so funny. They they've been talking about a whole lot of stuff, but he's like, where is Melly? And Carmen, Carmen Williams says probably somewhere with her hooch. Oh, <laughs> with a bottle of her hooch. I, so I want to think that's like Everclear or like right. or some uh, sort of like something, something potent, some like a moonshine yeah, or something yeah. that's oh. concocted back in the backyard. Yeah. yeah. Um, since we're winding down really quick before we get to uh, predictions, I want to talk a bit more about just the that overarching theme of forgiveness that mm-hmm. we kind of mm-hmm. uh, were introduced to in this episode. How do you guys feel about? Liv kind of offering that subtle olive branch to Abby mm-hmm. in the very last scene, kind of, I don't want to say she forgave her, because we didn't get the verbal confirmation, but in terms of body language and the way that was set up, she placed her hand yeah. on her and kind of told her, like, 
It's it's okay. I'm with it you. Was I, yeah. No, I was definitely hurt for you. Yeah, it was. I feel like that was a, a clear symbol of like. Yeah. yeah. I, okay. How do you I'm feel about that? I personally feel for Abby. Like, if you would have asked me two weeks ago, I'd be like, nope, kill her. She's done. <laughs> yeah. Like, cancel Abby. But after seeing, like, how trapped she is, like, I feel like all the things she's doing is very much like she's just trying to get out of the hole she's dug herself. And it's like she's trying to do any and everything she can. And it's just like, it just gets her deeper and deeper in. And so... I understand why Olivia forgave her, and I feel like if I were Olivia and I understood what Abby was going through, I would also forgive her because it's like you don't like you don't necessarily want to be doing this. You are also in a situation that you need help with. Considering even the stakes of how what could happen to Huck, you still forgive her. Uh, Huck's alive. He's all right. Yeah, he's alive. Well, I think play devil's advocate. Yeah, she was put in a tough situation because she did ask Sarah what happened, and Sarah's like, "He's dead." So when she she was confronted by Olivia, it was as if she really couldn't say anything that was going to be good news. And but my irritation with Abby in this episode did fall when Olivia went to her office and yes. had showed her the papers. Yes. Olivia is it. She is the head of anything that you need fixed, resolved. You should have told her. That would have been her out. Exactly. She should have been honest at that moment. But because she didn't, she's like, oh, I've never seen these people in my life. And, you know. I thought Olivia knew. As soon as she said that, I was like, mm, that's a lie. I, right. Which we as viewers know. But I'm like, clearly Olivia can see through this BS. Right. So I'm like, that sounds like a lie. But I agree. I was definitely like, uh-uh, for Abby. But I did have, um, I do have a, a empathy for her because she was kind of, and she sacrificed Jennifer, like I said last week, she s- sacrificed Jennifer for Cyrus. And mm-hmm. that's big because Cyrus is our, he's in our crew. He, he you know, he is um, our scandal peep. So we're, we're fine without Jennifer. But I do think that she forgave her and she and that she should have for sure. Oh, see, now I'm switching places. Now I'm the dark one, but I actually don't think she should have forgiven her so quickly Mm. because of what Jessica said. In that moment, Olivia, they they have an estranged relationship now, but Olivia was actually coming to her for help, clearly looking like, this is my last hope. I need your help. Mm -hmm. And she did not feel, even in that moment, even after she was told that Huck was dead, to tell her anything that was going on, now she knows that they both have this same two two life crew, Mm -hmm. that they are... You know, now she knows that she's not alone with this two life crew, that Olivia's also been affected by these two people, and she yeah. still said nothing. I feel like she wouldn't have said anything until, like, I mean, she wouldn't have. No, yeah, yeah. Unless they, like, caught this her. whole. Yeah, <laughs> unless they caught her. Well, so she came, I, well, she. I don't know if well, she, she was, was coming. Yeah. I don't know how Olivia walked out. I'm like, did you summon her? That's what or I'm trying to figure she out. Tell the president and then decide I need to tell Liv. That's what I'm wondering because that can Liv, change things. But wait, that moment when Liv was like, um, "Where do you think you're going?" I was like, "I know because she got your iPad in her hand." <laughs> <laughs> I love that's what you're my way. Yes. Uh, run me that um, iPad. I was against you leaving. What? Wait, can we talk about that moment because? Because Abby, Abby immediately scurries into that. I'm telling you, we both said like, I if I was Abby, I'd have been like, all, I she gave her the ultimatum. That I yeah, I mean, didn't give her ultimatum. Yeah, no, she said, "Come run. here, get killed by Quinn or, or leave. leave." And I said, "Well, I'm well, gonna take well, my well, shit." Well, like, oh, like the come on in, Mama Dave from that meme of Mama Dave from Big Brother. Uma, walk on in. Oh no! I'm saying, if I was Abby, I would have ran so fast. Right? Yeah, dying or maybe not dying is the option yes. I'm leaving I'm like no what you gonna do Olivia 
I mean, yeah, she. I mean, she had to know what was waiting right. for her. Mm-hmm. Had she walked in there, I mean, first of all, she got slapped three times. <laughs> yes, that was your first warning. Yes. Then you know that Quinn is waiting for you. I mean, mm-hmm. did you see the way she lunged over the oh table? My God. I love she that was going to drag her for filth. I mean, yeah. I was kind of waiting for loved it. it. Really? I think Abby deserved a little bit of punishment, a little bit of we hate you, you almost killed her. You don't think she'll get it? No, she got her forgiveness. I mean, Quinn. I think Olivia forgave her, but that does not mean. Fitz has, the rest probably have, but Quinn will keep it, and I'm with a Quinn. And I agree with you, Charlie, he don't care. Yeah. He never cared. I mean, even though Fitz kind of facilitated that forgiveness portion i mean he's still just him like uh, since when has quinn give a give a damn about what fitz thinks about anything her her personal vendettas trump everything yeah and honestly i think that kind of leads us to what's gonna happen to the fate of everyone involved in this in our i I guess or do you want to go there real life real life though if abby would have tried to turn around and run away we know how complicated olivia's elevators are she would have like (laughs) (laughs) open up this door that one (laughs) close the two gates yeah (laughs) <laughs> she wouldn't have gotten crazy. anywhere realistically. That was a funny episode. That is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> she has a two layer of gates that they have to like. It's so much. Oh my it. god. I'd have tried it. That's like, so well, that's true. Yep. Um, no, I, yes, we can go into predictions too, but I was just thinking like, Quinn showed her hand this episode though, even before she got like later when we saved Huck and all that happened. I'm saying like, when way? she was so stressed about Huck, mm-hmm. I was like, you are telling us right now that you are not over Huck and this is oh, not, yeah. this is not you looking for a friend, this is this is something else. Yeah. And I feel mm-hmm. like... Charlie felt Charlie it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Charlie saw it at the end. I definitely don't want to gloss over that fact because that was a poignant part of this yes, episode. Just a little nuance, like subtle things of mm-hmm. how much she cared, the, you know, the sense of urgency behind trying to find him, besides the fact that he's a gladiator. And just even the way that she knew that Huck would put an air, um, she knows too much about the, 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 the uh, laptop, air, the air, air gas, air, air, air gap, gap. Mm-hmm. She knows him inside and means. out. She knows his weaknesses. She, I mean, even Meg knew that was a trigger for her in the very moment. Like yeah. Huck and Quinn are so unbelievably tied to each other that it kind of does make me revisit your theory about Charlie because he's the one who stands to lose from that connection. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that will be a motive for other things. But to your point, what you just said about how connected and how Quinn is kind of in Huck's mind, you know, it's 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 so dynamic that scene that Quinn was torturing Meg on behalf of Huck because and the way it rolls that he would back do it. Right. to season three when Huck tortured Quinn for the first time and the fact that he actually taught her how to do all of those moves yeah. so it's like dang she had to put this in use to save him like it, that was that was uh, full, circle. Th- full circle I also think a large part of who Quinn is is completely wrapped, d- up, in wrapped up in Huck I mean yeah because think about way back in her story her her initial um, introduction into the series her identity crisis trying to find her own later after now going from Lindsay Dw- Dwyer to being Quinn and finding her place in OPA she immediately latched on to Huck and he taught her everything. Yeah. Like, he made her who she is. Like, he pulled her, her from the deep end so many <laughs> yeah. times. She was not a killer. Yeah, he made her yeah. a killer. Yeah, and, you know, not to mention their love connection. I mean, it's just so clear as day that those two are just... 
And for that yeah, same reason is why it kind of like hurt me some when um, she walked in and, and Charlie was like, well, we don't we don't have any information. And Olivia's like, what did you do? She was like, you just lost her last lead because it was like she was in an emotional spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if Olivia could have only understood what Quinn had to bear to be torturing her. And I and, and then I kind of chuckled inside because I was like, well, Quinn and calls her own drama. She's not going to stick Quinn on um, Abby now. Abby got set. You know, Abby, <laughs> Abby got a little redemption in that moment of. Yeah, because she was like. As soon as Queen's gonna come in, I'm gonna sick her, sick her. And then she, right. yeah, and then she didn't even do her. it yet. Because <laughs> like I think because she got so flustered about yeah. Meg, she didn't even do it. I was it. like, Abby has a little Marcus grace. Had to tell. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I think it right. was kind of soft on her. I think she could have dragged her even harder. Yes, dragged Abby or dragged Quinn. Dragged Quinn. Because in that moment, she was just like, mm, I hope you're happy with yourself. But I know, c- considering how hard she went to Abby, she could have oh, definitely... Oh, no. I thought she could have been hard on Abby. Yeah. Quinn, I, I know she knew yeah. Quinn was hurting. So she was mad, but she knows why Where Quinn did yeah. it. So, yeah. I wanted Olivia to kind of tear down Abby and, like, read her for filth. Yes. Like, I want her to slap Same. her three times and then read her for filth mm-hmm. and then forgive her later. Yes. <laughs> I <laughs> wish worse. she would do that to Fitz. And then sit Can you leave my man alone? Oh my gosh. And then Damn. Fits in the back Why would of the car she read? And push him over oh my there. god. I can't. Damn. Damn. But you don't like Fitz though. I don't no. hate Fitz. Fitz has hate that him. walk. You know, I actually hated Fitz in like season one because I only knew that actor from Ghost. Yes. And he was the one who killed yeah. Patrick Swayze. So I was like, I hate this guy. But I'm just, I only see greatness now. He's just so sweet when I look at him. I only see greatness now. Yeah. I think he's fine. Even without his oh, eyebrows. Um, I think he has a charming way. Like, I think, so. yeah, I think his Tony power Goldberg. is yeah. attractive. He has a nice smile. But, you know, so my Scott good. Foley. Okay, mm. he's obviously zaddy, but yeah. I digress. He, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, I mean... I guess we can do predictions. I mean, yes. We obviously know Your next After Buzz oh, TV we go. predictions. Oh, hey. Thanks, guys. Oh. Um, we know, like, next week is completely off gear from mm-hmm. where we are in terms of this, um, just trying to right. figure out what's going on. Sorry, I'm at a loss for words. There you go. But what do you guys think is the next move um, in terms of catching the two live crew, where OPA stands after this? Like, what's next? Um, for me, yeah, go oh, on, go on, go on, go on. Or about so, your thoughts on anything? Well, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm just saying. So, my prediction, like Jessica, you actually led me to this prediction yeah. when you were talking. I know when, when you were talking <laughs> about the dream fun. sequences. Like it reminded me that each one of the dream sequences that we have seen so far have led to a piece of information that is pertinent to whatever storyline is going on. So I feel like what we're going to see next week, it mm. appears to be a dream sequence from Olivia's point of view because it's her mm. making the, choosing to say no instead of saying yes to defiance. And so I feel like whatever comes from this dream sequence is going to be a very important piece to finding out who the two live crew is and how to defeat them oh. because every dream sequence yes. that we've seen in the past throughout the series has always led to, oh, this is something I need to know. And I feel mm-hmm. like what we're going to see is her just... because. Unfortunately, she's probably going to marry Fitz in this damn dream sequence. <laughs> and we're going to have to suffer through that. And then she's going to wake up and suffer. be like, wait a minute. I don't, like, I think, I don't know what, but I feel like whatever comes from it is going to have her finding two life crew and being, being on the next step of taking them down. That's me. That's prediction. good. That is a bomb prediction. Well, I wish I went first because now I, I got nothing. Oh, sorry. Dang. That's good. <laughs> should, we, um, should we circle back? Yeah, someone else. <laughs> um... Yeah, I really, I do like that. Um, so, I think that, well, goodness, I guess we talk about next week. 
Can I just say with Sarah? I'm sorry. Yeah, she yeah. had some lines tonight. Our, our red dress lady. Oh, yeah. She had some lines. She did. She, she did. did. I am a working girl with a dream. As if what all these murders are a movement or something. <laughs> yes. Like she out there marching for a Women's International Day or something. And she's then um, another one, she's like, I don't want, don't ever call me again. You You're annoying. Like, You're I annoying. Like you. So <laughs> she, she is hilarious to me. Yeah. But so this is what, this is what I think could possibly happen for next week. I think that she is going to have this dream sequence work everything out. They're going to take us all the way through all of these seasons. And maybe it would actually end up the way in the position and where they are right now. You know how sometimes people say like, oh, if I could change this, I could change that. It would change the outcome. But sometimes when you have a destiny and when things are supposed to be a certain way, no matter what you change in the past... It will actually work itself out and find its way back it's like to where out. they are. So, and maybe for the first time, it will give her, Olivia, especially that type of peace and relief of knowing that regardless of if she would have never agreed mm. to rig the election with defiance, that she would actually be in the same position because mm. she holds such a heavy burden mm-hmm. for that. And so I'm like, hmm. It'll be like I wonder if they'll just circle back and they they can go through all this, maybe different outcomes, do that, so and so's with them, do it, but bam, this is where they're at. Yeah, yeah. This is where they're at. I mean, to that point, then will that change her motives going forward? If she knows, like, hey, would it turn out the same way anyway? Then you know, f it. What do I do now? Does she would she still try and go back to the oval? I mean. I don't know. That's I a really know. good theory. Yeah. Hopefully get Thank rid you. of Fitz. Both That's of my only thing. Oh, I'm going to need you to call my Fitz slander. <laughs> oh, okay. That's my vote. No, whatever. It's just me. No, I'm cool. I'm cool with being negative Team Fitz. I hope someone out there is with me. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm Team Fitz. If you are negative Team Fitz, uh, live chat, please let us know. Just say negative Team Fitz. Let us know. Because I don't NTF. Like- <laughs> yeah. Hashtag NTF for us. Okay. We also really want to know what you guys think about next week's episode. What's going to happen. Yeah. It will be a very special one. It will be mm-hmm. Sandal's 100th episode, which I know we kind of all thought it was kind of hard to believe that it would be the 100th yeah. one yeah. already. Yes. But it is. And mm-hmm. I mean... I know I can I speak for myself, but I, I know you all can echo the sentiment that what would our lives be without Scandal? Yes. Like, Boy. for real. TGIT. Guys, <laughs> killed it with that one. Yeah. Um, well, and we oh. may or may not have a very special surprise for you guys next week. So oh, make yes. sure you tune in. It's um, a celebration. We'll say that. Mm-hmm. It's a celebration. Mm-hmm. So that deserves a little fanfare. And, um, you know, we'll be seeing flashbacks and alternate realities of what could have been and maybe you'll see something that could be here. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll flashback. Um, Do you have oh. Bears? Oh, not really. I'm going to take it really um, simple because you guys, you guys have really great ones. I'm going to be really simple and say um, I think this whole Huck situation made Quinn realize that he really is what's important to her, and Charlie's just out. Ooh. So I think um, Charlie's out. out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really think so. I think even Charlie realized. I think he will excuse himself because <laughs> he realizes it's done. Um, I'm going to stick with the relationships as much. I wasn't a fit and Olivia hater, but I just thought that she shouldn't be with anyone. But from this thing, I realized that he is the only one that speaks to her. He really is the only one that she's so stubborn, and he really speaks to her heart and her soul. So. I actually am back to like Fitz and Olivia. I, I think yes. I'm sorry. I think they work so well for each other. So that's all I am. I'm not, I don't hate Fitz. I don't want to see him shot and put in a car and pushed off the cliff like Ryan. But you know, I, I am a Laker. Yeah, I am an a Laker. Um, something though from our live chat. 
sorry. Are we going to end like, on a funny note? No, no, no but it's just it. like there are some um, NTFs. Thank you. Because he's NTFs. the worst. There's, oh, wow. There's a lot. There's the worst. Some, um, not Team Jake also. Um, <laughs> I'm okay. also on that team. And it's that made me. Okay. I was like, I was about to tell you something that somebody said. Clarence in the chat. This is interesting. He said that he thinks that Quinn and Huck will be married next week. So you you said I Olivia because of that. You, well, you said Olivia and Fitz may be married. Oh no, I, 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 I was I saying that, that there was like a she really has quick a snippet of her putting a tiara on her head. I thought yes. it was Liv. I didn't realize. Yeah, it was that was Quinn. that was Quinn that had the tiara. Yeah. So that could be. I didn't know why. I was like, is she going to become a queen or a princess? That's you know. Right. God, so I didn't know what it could be. Going back to a debutante ball, I don't know. Um, or just a really extra. Or Quinn was in a relationship when before she was. This OPA oh quid. yeah, because defiance so, is like she was a part of that whole be- defiance plot, wasn't she? No, um, that's no. before Quinn. No, you're yeah, right. because Quinn was there episode one, season you're one. Right, you're right, you're right. So she um, might be doing her own like being a normal person thing. Interesting. In this, we don't know. We don't that means we see fascinating, fascinating. What did you do? Yeah, let's see what you got to say. Um, I kind of piggybacked off of Jessica's prediction, but yeah. <laughs> okay, no, all right. Thank so you all for being non team fits because he is. No, the worst. I need. Can y'all just the put in there yeah, um, team O'Lake? I want to know my team O'Lakers because I am by myself on this panel with these O'Lakers. Sorry, I left that scene with Fitz. He was just so sweet. Sorry. Speaking of the live chat, again, thank you guys so much for joining us in there. You guys keep it lit every week. Yes, we yes. see you, we hear you, we appreciate you. Um, and continue to sound off even after the live chat's gone we can yeah. still read those comments later mm-hmm. um and be sure to subscribe to after buzz tv like us on facebook download our podcast on itunes there are so mm-hmm. many different ways you can continue to connect with us as well as on social media right, so yes. um where can we find you jessica Okay. Well, you can find me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why we all went. Well, you at the door. I was like, I'm turned. We all went. I'm waiting on you guys. All right, now. Um, they can find me on Twitter at Miss Jessica WW and on Instagram at Miss Jessica Williams. See you next week. You guys can find me on Snapchat and Instagram, and I think I'm going to start a Twitter. So, at Paris Rose. I might start it and not use it, but I'll start it. It's going to be like a bot account. (laughs) Right. And I'm Ryan Graham. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan with two N's Graham, and definitely hashtag me NF, non fits, whatever it is. Whatever the hashtag is. NF, NF, not fits. Hashtag me that because I want to hear it. And you can find me on Dean Fits on Instagram, Twitter, (laughs) at Christine being um loved having you guys this week we love having the show and like i said look out for next week it'll be a special line we're celebrating a hundred episodes of scandal the show that we know and love yes, yes. so take Day care one. have a good night stay safe and cheers bye from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 